Hi, this is Monica Reinagle. Welcome to the Nutrition Diva's Quick and Dirty Tips for Eating Well and Feeling Fabulous. Longtime listener Jim S. suggested this week's topic. He writes, I know that fried fish is high in calories and probably contains trans fats, but would a fish witch from McDonald's or a fish fry from Long John Silver's still count as a serving of fish as far as the beneficial fats go? Now, there are really a few different questions embedded in Jim's query. First off, is the type of fish used in these fast food restaurants a good source of omega-3 fats? Although the kind of fish used by these establishments has changed over the years, these days they're serving mostly pollock and hokey. And both of these fish provide about 500 milligrams of omega-3s per serving. That's about one-third the recommended daily intake. That's quite a bit more than you'd get from orange ruffy or cod, but nowhere near as much omega-3 as you'd get in a serving of salmon, which contains enough omega-3 to cover you for two days. A second question is whether these omega-3s would still be present after the fish is deep fried, and by and large, they would. Unfortunately, the fried fish will also contain a substantial amount of trans fats, as well as other harmful compounds that are created when you heat oil to high temperatures. I think what Jim might really be asking is whether the benefits of the omega-3s in the fish outweigh the harmful effects of the deep frying. And here's one way of looking at it. A serving of fried fish will provide about 33% of the recommended daily minimum for omega-3s, but 200% of the recommended daily maximum for trans fats. In terms of whether fried fish counts as a serving of fish, I assume that Jim is thinking of the USDA Dietary Guidelines for Americans, which recommend that we eat at least two servings of fish every week. Because the powers that be were trying to keep things simple, the guidelines are mum about how the fish should or shouldn't be cooked, so I guess we can count that fish witch as a serving. But who really gains or loses from slipping through that loophole? Sometimes it's tempting to approach dietary guidelines in the same spirit that we approach the tax code. You try to take advantage of every available credit and deduction to reduce what you owe. But in this case, when you think about it, you're both the taxpayer and the tax collector. You benefit when you make healthy choices. And by the same token, you're the one who pays the price by taking advantage of a loophole like this one. In terms of the net impact on your health, broiled, baked, or steamed fish is obviously the way to go. Sometimes, however, we're in situations where we have to settle for the lesser of two evils. If forced to choose between fried fish and fried chicken, I'd probably go with the fish. Both would have the harmful trans fats, but at least the fish would also have some beneficial omega-3s. On the other hand, if your choice was between fried fish and broiled chicken, I think you'd be better off with the chicken, even though you'd be without the omega-3s. Finally, If you absolutely love fried fish, it's okay to indulge every once in a while. Remember, it's not your worst days or your best days, but how you eat most days that determines your quote-unquote nutritional grade point average. In the interest of damage control, I suggest you choose a filet rather than bite-sized nuggets in order to maximize the ratio of fish and omega-3s to fried coating and trans fats. If you can bring yourself to, leave some of the crispy coating and most of the fries on the plate. If you have a question that you think would make a good show topic, or you need to settle a nutrition-related bet with your spouse or roommate, first, 
check the show archives to see if I've already covered it. You'll find them at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. After almost four years of Nutrition Diva podcasts, it's pretty likely I have already covered it. But if I haven't, send me an email at nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com or post your question on the Nutrition Diva Facebook page. And as most of you know, I answer a lot of listener questions in my free weekly newsletter. So especially if you're waiting for an answer to your question, make sure you're signed up to receive that so you don't miss it. Have a great week, everybody, and eat something good for me.